Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. Um, about four hours ago, the Biden administration uh, said they did not believe that at this point Hezbollah is likely to join Hamas's war against Israel. And officials there say that the warnings that they gave yesterday uh, are seemingly having an impact on that. Uh, Within the last 20 minutes, aircraft intrusions are now detected across the northern border of Israel as Hezbollah appears to have joined the war against Israel. Uh, I want to welcome to the program the Speaker of the North Carolina House of Representatives, Tim Moore. Uh, Speaker Moore, how are you, sir? Hey, Pete. Good to be with you today. Hope you're doing well, sir. I am. I mean, as well as can be, just, you know, following all of the, uh, I guess, the the outbreak of World War III, it appears. Um, so uh, y'all did something in the in the House yesterday, uh, which I thought was, I mean, it was kind of, I don't want to say run of the mill, but this stuff happens all the time, right? Resolutions in support of various things, whether it's, you know, tomato sandwiches or support for Ukraine or something like that, right? So uh, what was it that y'all ran yesterday that apparently uh, it was uh, you were unable to get a unanimous uh, uh, bipartisan, everybody on board for this resolution? We ran a resolution, Pete, in support of Israel, asking for our our federal government to do all it can in terms of resources to make sure that we that we protect the sovereignty of Israel, it stand, it taking a stand against this violence, this murder. I mean, I mean, it, it, something you know, like so far, like forty, ba- literally babies, have been murdered and beheaded. Uh, you have you have women who've been raped and murdered, bodies dragged through the streets in celebration, entire families burned alive in their homes and cars. I mean, these these are brutal, ruthless evil terrorists who are doing this. And and this hit close to me because I traveled to, to Israel a few years ago and actually visited. There was a kibbutz that where there were, I think, about 70 people who were killed out of 200 that lived there. I actually visited that kibbutz a few years ago. It's right on the outside of, of Gaza. Um, and I was pulling up some pictures from my phone and showing them to my staff. And like, you know, this is the area. This is, you know, this is what's happened. But, you know, our national security is impacted so much you know, because of, you know, Israel has been a consistent friend of the United States. It is the one true democracy in that region of the world. And, you know, if, if, if we can't take a stand for that, if we can't take a stand to support those people to oppose terrorists like Hamas that are doing what they're doing, then, then, then what can we do? And to your point, the thing that to happened yesterday, um, all of the folks who were on the House floor voted for it, uh, but about 12 Democratic members literally walked off the floor and did not vote for it. They just walked off the floor, and it is just uh, – I, I, I'm, I'm shocked by that. I'm surprised by that. I'm disappointed by that because, you know, while we may have our differences between Democrats and Republicans in North Carolina on different things – 
there ought to be those key points when everybody puts aside politics and can take a stand for what's right. And and I don't know if you've seen. I mean, we had one. We had one mayor. I'll, I'll give you how caustic it's gotten. One of the members, a uh, representative, her name's uh, Von Hafen mm-hmm. from uh, from from here in Wake County, actually made it, put a statement out on social media that she chose to walk away because she felt like this uh, resolution was just trying to uh, uh, leverage it and take a distraction away from other bills that were passing. Let me be very clear. Opposing evil is not a political distraction, and it's incumbent on each and every one of us to unite against evil and support our friends in Israel. So it is uh, – but, but, you know, a lot in the mainstream media have not talked about the fact that 12 of the Democratic members wo- chose to walk out. And I, I wasn't even going to say anything about it. But it's been picked up by Carolina Journal. And then when I saw where one of the members had the gall to post what uh, what she did on online on social media, I just I shaking my head. But I mentioned one other thing. You may not know this, um, but at, at UNC Chapel Hill, and believe me, uh, I, I just got this about 10 minutes ago. So this is very new information. And I'll be calling the administration here when I'm done with this radio interview. There's a group called UNC Students for Justice in Palestine. They're mobilizing something called a Day of Resistance Protest for Palestine. Let me tell you how ridiculous what they've done. They've got a flyer that they put around, and it shows a guy flying in on a on a, uh, on a paraglider, and then shows people there yelling or doing something below it. And it's, I mean, they are endorsing this that that murder. You remember the paragliders. Mm-hmm. Were these murderers who flew in and just killed people? Oh, they're I mean, they're they attacking from uh, the north now, out of uh, Hezbollah-controlled yeah. Lebanon as well. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, why would why would why would anybody who loves freedom, why would anybody support this kind of senseless violence? It needs to be condemned, but more importantly than being condemned, it needs to be dealt with. And as the as the superpower in the world, we don't need to stand by idly and allow this junk to happen. So, but this is the, and this is part of the argument against critical theory. This is, it's all embedded in the Black Lives Matter philosophy uh, at the top, you know, from their, uh, from their writings. This is what decolonialization is, right? I mean, when you look at, yeah. uh, at the, the chart or the, the course that they chart through their literature, this is precisely what it is. And at least I give some of the, uh, the activists some uh, credit for being honest. Some of them in the last three days have articulated that very point that, you know, what did you think decolonializing uh, these areas meant? Well, this is what it means. It means murdering and literally exterminating entire groups of people so you can take back the land. Right. It, it's, it's, it, it's, it's, you know what? It is pure evil, Pete. It is pure evil, nothing short of it. And, I mean, the, these people are being targeted because they are Jewish, uh, that that is that is the ultimate hate crime that's happening right there, and so many on the left. Uh, I mean, I, I don't. I hope it's not many. I, I, so I want us to back. I hope it's not that many. I hope it's literally just the nuts, right? That 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 people, regardless of their political beliefs, don't subscribe to the notion that it's that it's okay that's what's happening. And I guess well, you know, time will tell. But it really, like I say, here right here in good old North Carolina, it surprised me that. You know, this is happening at UNC. Folks are praising this, and that, uh, and that you also have a, num- a number of members who just didn't take a stand. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, there's sometimes, like I say, you just got to put aside politics and take a stand for what's right. I think a lot of them may uh, be uh, cowed by uh, the vocal uh, group in their coalition, right, on the Democrat side of the aisle. I mean, because I do differentiate between liberals and leftists. They're different. And I think that the liberals are afraid of the leftists among them, so they, they can't afford to cross them. I think that's why you saw them walk out rather than take a vote, because... I mean, just politically speaking, and I guess we saw it when when you guys overrode the governor's veto a couple of years ago. And uh, uh, what was her name? Uh, Deb. Oh, goodness. And she started screaming at you. I will not. Uh, Butler. Deb Butler oh, yeah. started screaming at you. Um, like, had they just uh, you know, taking a walk is the coward's way because, you know, just why not just vote for it and then run your own resolution in support of people being, you know, innocent people being killed in Gaza if, if that's the issue. And. The fact that uh, Julie Von Hafen tries to tie it to these other unrelated issues as if it's a distraction, it's a simple resolution, it would have passed and you move on, and they actually drew more attention to it. In other words, like they played the politics on it wrong, too. Yeah, com- completely. I mean, she. Uh, what I would say is that she showed her true colors on this. Mm-hmm. And you know, that she and the others who walked out had been there for the other seven votes that we'd had that day. We confirmed a judge, we did the, uh, the the five veto overrides, and we passed another bill and participated in all those things. And when it came time for this, and I felt like it was important, frankly, on the timing, it was the last thing we took up. And I thought it was important that, you know, at, to, to kind of show the strength of a representative democracy, that at the end, at the end of the day, after we've had some differences of opinion, which were relatively mild, but differences of opinion, that we could all come together in something that was unified and make a strong statement on behalf of the roughly 11 million people in North Carolina condemning this violence and calling for an end to it and calling for the right thing to be done. That a number of folks took a walk. And again, I don't want to politicize it. I don't, I I even hesitated to say a thing, anything about it. But when representative von Hafen chose to make it political, you know, that kind of, kind of brought it to the surface. And so now I'm getting a lot of questions from folks who are really surprised that that some on the you know the ultra left are doing this? Yeah, you know we had a legislator in in our area in Cabarrus County who joined in with that as well. So, yeah, uh, well, I think uh, Nasif so, Majid yeah. also out of uh, Mecklenburg as well. Uh, I think he took a walk as well. Um, and I've got Julie von Hafen's statement. I'm going to go over it in a minute, but we'll let you run, uh, Speaker of the House Tim Moore. Thanks for your time today, sir. We appreciate it. Pete, great to be with you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you covering this and uh, doing what you do out there. Take care. Uh, yes, sir. You too. Appreciate it. All right, so a couple of things here. There are now reports. Khalid Mashal, the leader and founding member of Hamas, gave a speech today asking Muslims all around the world to do one, two, three, four, four different things. Well, five, really. The fifth is kind of the biggest ask. Um, uh, Number one, to show anger, especially next Friday... Just remember, Friday is the, that's like the, it's like the Christian Sunday, right? That's their day of, uh, they attend mosque. Um, and so after they get whipped up in the mosques by the, the firebrand clerics, uh, the imams, they then pour out into the streets. And that's when you can get a lot of the demonstrations going because everybody's already there. It's just, you know, you're there, you get, you get like the rally experience, and then you can head out into the streets and burn a bunch of flags. Um and in the Muslim countries, you really can't find a lot of victims to go after, um, mainly because you're not allowed there, you know, generally. In some countries, you, you are allowed, but they're really heavily fortified. So um, 
He's asking everyone to show anger, especially next Friday in Muslim countries and also among Muslim diaspora around the world. In other words, Muslims living in America, that he wants you guys to go out there on Friday as well, calls it the Friday of Al-Aqsa Flood. He said it will send a message of rage to Zionists and to America. You always got to remember this. Israel is little Satan. We're the great Satan. Always keep that in mind. So if this is what they think of Jews, think about what they think of us. He asked for financial help from all Muslims around the world to help with their money. He called it financial jihad. He asked Muslims to give... Wait, wait, hang on a second. There's another kind of jihad? I... Wait a minute. I was told jihad is just the personal struggle in, internal that all Muslims wrestle with. See, that's, once again, it's another one of the lies by omission. It's just like Islam means peace when it actually means peace through the submission to the will of Allah. So you've got the um, financial jihad because it's a form of jihad. Jihad just means struggle. And they say, okay, jihad can be an internal struggle. Yes, but it could also be uh, about the beheadings and such. That's that's also jihad. Yeah, they wage jihad in many ways. Um, he asked for the money. He asked for political pressure to stop Israel's military invasion of Gaza. Uh, the most important thing, he asked all Muslims around the world to carry jihad by their souls, to fight and to be martyrs for Al-Aqsa. He wants Muslims to fight against the Jews, starting with Muslims who live in the countries surrounding Israel. So they're calling on Jordan, Syria, Lebanon, Egypt, and all countries, really, to go to the borders and try to enter, each by his own means. So they're gate-crashing here. They're just going to try to overwhelm them. Uh, maybe you should have, I don't know, Do you got? maybe you should have lined this up ahead of time? I don't know, because it takes a while to mobilize a lot of people, but... Who cares? Just get people to go out and fling themselves uh, up against uh, the the gates and the army of the Israelis, I guess. Uh, this is the time, he says, for jihad to be applied on the ground rather than just in theory. He asked the Mujahideen to go in long caravans to spill the blood on the land of Palestine. And then he concluded his remarks by saying, funds are important, but today we are asking for your blood and souls to be sacrificed for Palestine. That's so there you go. That's uh, that's that. Um, we've got another report about the incursion into northern Israel, believed to be drones that set off the alerts in northern Israel, not paragliders. Rocket attacks from Gaza also set off alerts south of Haifa. Terror infiltration alert in one town on the Lebanon border. Further details are unclear at this time. So keep in mind what's going what's going to happen here is that Israel is sending 300 to 400,000 troops to Gaza. That's going to be a, and that's going to be the kind of Fallujah type fighting, right? Door to door, block by block. And so Hezbollah getting in, Hezbollah being funded by Iran, they're an arm of Iran, and so they're now going if they're now trying to do a northern incursion, Israel is not going to really have much of an option because now it becomes sort of the Samson uh, strategy where it's like you 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 tear down the ceiling, you kill everybody inside because this is existential. This is now you either all die or we all die, and maybe some of us might survive. And you're going to see this is where the Israeli air power is now going to be unleashed. And then, of course, that risks bringing Lebanon, Syria, 
Jordan, and Iran into the mix. Well, Iran's already in the mix. Hey, so real quick, hurricane season is here, and this is your reminder to check your emergency supplies. You should have a three-day supply of food, water, and medicines, minimum. And Carolina Readiness Supply can help you get started or expand your supply. Food, water purifiers, lighting, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies too, because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you can use for any kind of emergency. Whether you're an experienced prepper or you have no clue what you're doing, or maybe you're somewhere in between, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you in Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply, will you be ready when the lights go out? Let's jump on over to the phone line and get Donna on. Hello, Donna. Welcome to the show. How are you? Uh, hey, Pete. Um, now, if I, this may have been addressed and I missed it. I don't know, but I've not seen this addressed by anybody, and I'm not understanding it. Um, it's about this QAnon group. They are a very big support, a very big part of Trump's support base. I accidentally found out more about them than I needed to, well, than I wanted to know. I was against the entire COVID protocol. I'm a retired nurse. I had reasons for that. That's a whole other topic, whole other show. They were the only type of people that were on my side during that two-year period. Who was so the QAnon people? About them, a former co-workers of a very big QAnon member. I have seen their videos, their playlists. They even have, it's actually the title of one of their videos, that awful book, The Protocols of the Elders of Zion. That's one of their handbooks. They are basing their entire narrative on the evangelical Christian eschatological, the, the end times prophecies. They have taken it and put a spin on it, and they have made Trump the return of Jesus, I kid you not, and they have made all the Jewish people bad people. They use that book, it's one of their handbooks, that awful filth saying that Jews were kidnapping Christian kids and drinking their blood and eating their flesh, that's where this chroma comes. This is where they're getting all this. But they they put the blame for everything squarely on the Jews. The yeah. Jews. Well, it's just, it's another... It, so far, some of their videos, yeah, okay. they have a long laundry list of everybody that's on their demonic, the people they say is on the demonic side. They've even taken people that don't have any more Jewish blood than my dog, but they try to say they're Jews. They trace everyone's bloodlines back. They say George Washington was really a Jew. I mean, this is just wow. Mm -hmm. But the whole point is, this is anti-Semitism on the level of neo-Nazism. I'm telling you, I saw it over and over and over again. And so, I mean, the left are a bunch of wackos, too. But I don't know why, more Repu why no Republicans are calling out these people. Because I would a lot of them have good positions in politics. Well, yeah, Donna, I, I, I'm not aware of any serious Republican uh, or conservative that believes QAnon is anything other than whack jobs. But they're a big support base of Trump. They, well, I can't. Well, yeah, but I, like I can't. And people that have good positions in politics are sympathizers and followers. But I mean, uh, I don't of Trump, I'm more of the commentators on the Republican side now that they're calling out all these other people for their anti-Semitism, why they're not mentioning that? Because, honestly, they, they all vote Republican. I don't, so, Donna, Donna, all right, Donna, all right, take a breath. Calm down. I'm going to just say this. I don't know what QAnon thinks about every single issue because they're crazy. They're conspiracy theorists. I, I checked into them when they first popped up. I did my research on them. I realized they are nuts, and 
that seems to be kind of the going uh, that that's the that's the predominant view of the QAnon folks. And I know I anger QAnon people all the time when I say stuff like that, but I don't care because they're they're kind of crazy. And so um, I don't care what they have to say. Now, if somebody in the uh, Congress gets up and they're like, I'm a QAnoner, I believe in QAnon and Q this, and they start using the where one go, we all go, they start using that kind of stuff like General Mike Flynn did, right? Then I take notice, but I'm not aware of anybody standing up in the Republican camp and saying that stuff. And no, you can't just say QAnon thinks Trump is the second coming. Therefore, we need to pay attention to what they're saying. I don't. Then that's not even an indictment on Trump. He, he doesn't. Well, no, it's not. no, no. And maybe I'm not getting the point I'm trying to make across. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that stuff to me, it's a harmless fairy tale. If they want to believe it, go for it. But what I'm telling you is that I found over and over again by seeing all these videos that she was sending me, anti-Semitism is their core to the point of Nazism. I'm telling you, Pete, it is. And this is what people are missing. That's the part that makes them dangerous because they have more clout than what you might want to think. That's what I'm trying to get across. Yeah, I'm not aware of that. Get a hold of some of their videos. When the Protocols of the Elders of Zion is on your playlist, that's one of your handbooks. I understand. And that is. I'm not just telling you you, what people think they believe. You sent me these videos. Donna, I understand. I don't know know if you are uh, inflating their influence. I'm not so sure. I, I believe you are. I believe you're inflating their influence. Because seriously, like... I know, like, I know what they say about stuff. I don't see it infiltrating in any kind of mainstream way. Like, and, and there are, I mean, and that's, and that is a change from the way it was, uh, seven years ago, six years ago when it all first started brewing. I, cause I, like I said, like I, I did my research into it. I, I'm pretty confident I know what it's about, but, um, I don't see that infiltrating all over the place. It's not like they've got, seven or eight members of the Congress that have formed a squad of QAnon, you know, that's not the same. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. I appreciate the call, Donna. I, I mean, I don't, I mean, you, you made the point QAnon's got anti-Semitism there. That's their core. Good to know. I appreciate it, but I, I'm, I'm not sure. Like if, if there were a bunch of QAnoners doing rallies right now, first off, you know, the media would be covering them. (laughs) They'd be all over it. But I haven't seen any kind of rallies for Q, not in a while, actually. And uh, and if they were to hold a rally in order to you know help usher in the end times, I'm sure it would get a lot of coverage. And I, and I I would be covering it as well. I haven't seen it. Now I'll keep my eyes open, but I haven't seen it. Um, let me see here. This is if the Biden administration says that they don't think Hezbollah is going to join Hamas in the war against Israel. That means you can count on them joining forces. Yeah, pretty much. Well, that's kind of what we're seeing. Um, Magda says, Pete, CNN fact-checked that story about Golda Meir. Um, The way Joe Biden told it, a no-go with many elements. He referenced the wrong war, got other details wrong the last time he told it. Biden had only been in the Senate about nine months and was not on the Foreign Relations Committee yet. He was busy pushing ecological issues at home. Uh, great job on your coverage of the attack. Courageous and right on target. Well, thank you, Magda. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I yeah, I knew when he told that story about Gold of My Ear, I was like, mm, I'm going to believe. Uh, it's hard for me to believe that that's a totally correct story, you know? Hard for me to believe it. 
All right, you may have noticed that I've been helping the Alzheimer's Association of Western North Carolina for a while, and it's a great organization. They got awesome people with huge hearts. My grandfather died of Alzheimer's when I was a kid, and back then there wasn't a lot of support for caregivers and family. Now, things are different today thanks to the work of the Alzheimer's Association. It's why I support them. Every year we do a series of walks all over the country. There are a bunch in the Carolinas. You can go to alz.org slash walk for a walk to end Alzheimer's near you. This month, there are walks in Hendersonville, Rock Hill, Mooresville, Greenville. And in October, we got Charlotte, Gastonia, Asheville, Kannapolis, Hickory, and Spartanburg. Go to alz.org for all of the dates and locations. We're closer than ever to stopping Alzheimer's, and we're asking if you can help us get there. Will you walk with me for a different future for families? For more time, for treatments, this is why we walk. Alrighty, so let me start with uh, the resolution. North Carolina lawmakers, by the way, this is Will Duran at WRAL. Will, uh, he writes, North Carolina lawmakers passed a pro-Israel resolution in the state house and read a pro-Israel statement onto the Senate's official record as the country's conflict with Hamas intensified. It comes days after Palestinian militants with the group Hamas. So militants with the group Hamas. You don't call them Hamas terrorists. They're simply militants with the group Hamas. Launched a series of attacks this weekend into Israel, which responded with airstrikes in the Gaza Strip. Um, the, and it says hundreds on both sides have been killed in the last few days. A uh, large number of civilians included the motions in support of Israel were a rare sign of bipartisanship at the legislature on a day when North Carolina lawmakers were otherwise engaged in highly partisan political fights, overriding a bunch of Governor Cooper's vetoes. And then you keep going down, blah, 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 blah. At the very end, as lawmakers backed Israel in the fighting, uh, some also urged recognition that civilians aren't just being killed on the Israeli side of the border. Representative Marvin Lucas, Democrat from Cumberland, said he supports Israel, but also cautioned against lumping in all Palestinians with Hamas. Right, because we wouldn't want to lump all people in based on some immutable characteristic, like, I don't know, being Jewish or something, right? Don't want to do that. Anyway, he said the Gaza Strip's two million residents live in extreme poverty. They've been mistreated for years, and most of them are not part of the fighting. Uh, they're still human beings. They ought to have the right to have food. They ought to have the right to have electricity. By the way, both of those were provided by Israel. And I found out uh, last night after my discussion with Tony, and he asked me who was giving the, the Palestinians the food and the water and the electricity. And I said, you know, Israel was giving that to them. And uh, and he said, oh, how much are they paying them for it? Ha, 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 as if that made a point. Oh, it turns out Israel gave it to them for free. Another humiliation. For the Palestinians, right? You can't even take care of yourself. You're relying on the Jews to keep you alive. Anyway, not mentioned in Will Duran's story at all, not just the word terrorist, but um, the vote total or that Democrats walked out. Democrats took a walk. And here they are. Um, it was 104 to 0. Representative John Autry of Mecklenburg County was one of them, took a walk, refusing to sign on to the resolution. Representative Amber Baker from Forsyth, Gloristine Brown, Pitt County, Kanika Brown, Forsyth County, Maria Servania, Wake County, Terrence Everett from his basement office, oh, Wake County, uh, Pricey Harrison, Guilford County, Nasif Majid, Mecklenburg County, Marsha Mori, Durham County, Renee Price from Orange County, 
Diamond Staten Williams from Cabarrus, and Representative Julie Von Hafen from Wake County. And as you heard Speaker Tim Moore say, he wasn't even going to mention it. But then Julie Von Hafen went and put out a statement today on the Twitter machine. Quote, I stand with President Biden and our NC Democratic Congressional uh, Delegation condemning the terrorist attacks by Hamas and Israel. Brutal violence has no place in our society and my heart and prayers are with everyone affected by this horrible war. But I will not stand. I will not stand, Mr. Speaker, in his efforts yesterday to distract from the damage that was occurring to democracy with veto overrides of five destructive pieces of legislation. Our system of elections and separation of powers are under attack. And then she lists Senate Bill 740, all the ones that got overridden. 749, 747, 512, 600, 678. And then she concludes by saying, all of this is going on while the GOP conducts secret redistricting meetings to draw congressional and legislative maps with the potential to disenfranchise millions of voters. As state legislatures, we should be focused on our responsibility to North Carolina and protecting our democracy. So that's her rationale for not voting to support Israel. Now the death toll in Israel, by the way, north of 1,200 Israelis murdered. And... She can't stand with Israel because there were some other pieces of legislation she disagreed with that had nothing to do with Israel. That's her excuse. That's garbage. We all know it. That's garbage. And it empowers people like this. UNC, but I mean, they have to because this is the progressive leftist wing of their party and they're terrified of losing their support. They need their support. So UNC Students for Justice in Palestine, this is the same group that's been putting out all of these awful statements saying they Israel had a come in. They put out a one from the Chicago, or that was BLM out of Chicago, that used the paraglider. Well, these idiots at UNC, they just did the same thing. They did a, they did a, uh, like a, like all these little faces drawn that are all like angry and they're all holding up the, the V peace sign. Yeah, peace sign. They're holding up the VP sign, and then they've got a guy on a paraglider in the background coming in. And they're calling for a protest for Palestine, but the main headline is a day of resistance. And they want this to be tomorrow at 11 a.m. for 90 minutes, so not too much resistance, right? We're going to protest. It's a day of resistance for uh For the social justice activists, they're going to be doing it in Chapel Hill on the steps in front of uh, the Wilson Library. They put it up on Instagram. So using that would be like putting a tank or weapons, right? This this paraglider guy. Isn't that what you're conveying? Like you're celebrating what these guys did. This is a celebration of terrorism. Because it is terrorism. And for people who aren't aware, I'll explain that up next. Mm-hmm.